One, one, two, two three, three, sink. sink. <laughs> Hillary, you're off. Is it that delayed? One, two, three, sink. <laughs> there, I did it. <laughs> Great. Congrats. Okay. We all have to do it, though, at the same time. For fun, let's just do it again. Okay, ready? Okay. Ready? okay. One, two, three, sink. Hillary, you're so off. How are you doing it so fast? Why are I you doing it? Mallory, you're doing it so mother trucking fast. I don't even, can't even keep up with you. <laughs> one, two, three, sink. You're like, one, two, three, sink. I'm like, shit, we're okay. We're not doing one Mississippi. Should we say one Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi, sink? Slightly Inappropriate Sisters, the podcast of three sisters who live in three different cities, bringing you some entertainment about some probably slightly inappropriate things. I'm Hillary. I'm Mallory. I'm Molly. Now let's get on with the show. I'm Molly McGuire, and I live in Brooklyn, New York. I moved here in June of 2016 to pursue further endeavors in my career. Hello. I'm a hair and makeup artist, freelance. I do a lot of bridal. That's my main job. I also work in a salon as an assistant. I help her with her cuts and colors, but that's not what I want to pursue. Mainly hair and makeup. Goals for 2018 is to book more commercial, film, Broadway, be cool, all that stuff. I actually just booked my first commercial job. What? What? We did not know this. Uh, yeah, I'm saving it for the podcast. Surprise! Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty new. We are doing it March 6th, and it's for a organic skincare line. So I think that's pretty cool because it kind of like relates to what I do. So... Yeah, it's like beauty and yeah. health and wellness. Are you going to be like Michael Jordan and like do you fully back this product that you're, well, I guess you're not the one repping You know, it, I so haven't used the product, but I've looked it up and it's a very, I, can't, I don't know if I can tell you. Well, we'll just act surprised. I'm sorry. How many? <laughs> it's not like a big, big thing, but I don't know like if it's like that big. Of, I don't know. I don't know. Well, you don't have to tell us who it is, but does the product, is it like a skin and moisturizer type thing where you like have to make them yeah. glow mm-hmm. or is it mm-hmm. something that you might actually use on your brides? Is it that you stick on the bottom of your feet and your toxins come out? Like what's No, the- it's like organic cleansers, toners, moisturizers for your face. So it and could be I'm something that, body. it could be something that you might market for your clients. Oh yeah. I mean, if the products are good, I totally use them. I just haven't used the products yet. I'm assuming I'm going to use them on the set. Ooh. I know. We'll see. Well, that's exciting, Molly. Um, so I, exciting. Yeah, so I'm, I'm proud of you. That's really cool that you're doing that. <laughs> oh, my God. Thanks, guys. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, it should be cool. So hopefully more of that to come. But, yeah, that's what I'm doing here. And, uh, yeah, I'm just excited to see what's up. What about you, Hill? What are you up to? I'm in Dallas, Texas, where I've been for the last four years. Um, I moved here for a job. I work at a uh, post-acute brain injury clinic where I am an occupational therapist, and I help these people get back to doing the things they love to do or the things that they need to do to be independent with life. And so um, I was fortunate enough to have an opportunity to uh, work 
at this clinic as a student. And when I graduated, they offered me the job. Um, so I was really excited to move here for that. But in the near future, hopefully, um, I would be moving to Colorado. So that is on Ooh. the agenda. But um, Colorado is so cool. I know. So I'm, I'm just excited for a change. I really love Dallas. I like what it has to offer. It, it served its purpose in my life for the last four years, but I'm just ready for something different. So we'll see. Um, with that, we'll be like a new job and new lifestyle, hopefully. Yeah. So that's kind of in I the mean, works that's for how- me. But. That's how I was when I was moving to New York. Yeah. Same mindset for sure. Yeah. But that's kind of where I'm at. Um, nothing major here. And then was, so we're supposed to tell the listeners something interesting about ourselves. I'm assuming yours was the commercial, right? No, that it wasn't, but it can be. I mean, cause I think that's super interesting. Technically, technically yeah. it's supposed to be something interesting that we already know about you, and that wasn't going to be <laughs> okay. a surprise, but hey, I'll take it. I was going to say I ran four half marathons, and I'm just like, so that's, I mean, I think that's interesting in relation to, like, our family. Like, no one's done that. Molly attempted one, but it was more of a trot uh, than a run. Uh... <laughs> rude uh, and shots fired attempted and succeeded Listen, nobody okay. can shuffle a half marathon quite like molly at least i finished and at least i did it okay molly you finished i don't know why everyone gives me a hard time about actually doing a half marathon when like 80 percent of our family hasn't even can i just quickly tell the story about life. our half marathon experience <laughs> So literally, absolutely. I've I've ran four halves, and three of them I started with someone, and then I started training with someone, and it just didn't turn out the way it was supposed to. Well, one of them was Molly, and we were training for this half or whatever. I was in grad school. Molly was in Oklahoma <laughs> City as well, doing hair and makeup. And I was like, Molly, just do this with me because running's always better with someone else. Well, the day of yeah, the I race, got talked to, I got talked into it. It sucked. Yeah, Molly, we're we're literally like not even a mile into the race, and Molly's like, "I've got to stop. I've got to walk," and I'm I'm like, "No, it's 13 miles. You don't stop at mile one. Maybe mile six, but not mile one." I was like, "No, Molly, keep going," and so we keep. She doesn't stop, so she keeps running, and then we get to this yeah, part I where it's going. like, yeah for like 10 feet and then we turn the corner and she sees this like bridge that we have to run up and over and it's 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 quite an incline and she's like no screw that I'm walking I'm not running up that I'm walking Hillary Hillary like for the 12 weeks that we had to prep she was like how many miles have you ran today I was like oh like five I I didn't run one mile like I did not train one bit and then no you know what else is stupid that's a classic Molly is lying about yeah I'm pretty sure she's a pathological liar you know what else is stupid you know what else is stupid is that everyone's like oh you have to carb load before your big race well I didn't know that and I thought oh Molly your big race you never ran why would you carb load you were literally carb loading for probably 12 no listen well I didn't carb load I honestly, Molly, there's enough body fat in all three of our bodies that you don't need a carb exactly. load to run 13 miles. Exactly. We could probably sur- we could probably survive. I mean, listen, I probably carb loaded before y'all's marathons too. So y'all carb loaded the, the morning of. Was... Y'all went to that buffet. It was not a buffet. It was a high end breakfast. Easy. Where was it at? The Renaissance. The Renaissance. Yeah. Well, as I'm running my ass off, y'all are eating freaking all you can eat pancakes. Yeah. 
best day of our lives. It's the best. <laughs> so anyway, anyway like, needless I to say, what mile Hillary's on. I Who finished cares? the mile, in, or I finished the half, not in a great time. I wouldn't say I'm a spectacular runner. It was not, it was like over two hours for sure. But me and dad waited around for Molly for about an hour and a half after I finished to wait for That's her. That's not ha- that long. An hour and a half. If you think about it. And I'm like, and I'm calling her, asking her where she's at, and she's answering, and then she's sending me pictures of her posted up next to a, a pit, uh, what is it, an English bulldog. She's like taking pictures with people along like it's a freaking parade or something, and she's like the princess Well, waving. they were cheering me on and waving. Yeah, they're cheering on everyone, not just I you. I had to stop, stop and, and take, take a picture. picture. <laughs> A real live runner coming to take a picture with us? <laughs> oh my goodness! Look at her. Can like, I have your autograph shuffler? Look at her hold her boobs. Wow, her boobs are really secure. Like a professional. <laughs> that duct like, tape, man? How Did is she doing that? How is she running like that with her boobs? Look how big those things are. Look at the pop of face. Uh. Anywho, but that was my interesting fact. I think the story made it more interesting than the actual fact that I've ran four half marathons because in the grand scheme of things, four is really not that much to like the runners of the world. You know, they're like, I could do that tomorrow. And like Hillary, there are people that have ran four marathons. So add up your four half marathons to their four marathons and it doesn't. You still aren't good enough. So that's that's the thing. <laughs> I'm never good enough. <laughs> anyway, well, Mal, tell us a little bit about you. What's going on in your life? My name is Mallory Stewart. I'm married to Jake. Uh, I have lived in Norman for ten to twelve years because I don't feel like doing math. I moved here to go to college at OU. That did not go so hot for Mallory because turns out you have to go to class. FYI, it did not. Um, I met Jake and we got married and so we've kind of just set up shop here in Norman and kind of loving and living life. Uh, I recently went back to school and I have graduated and I am a graphic designer by trade and by fun. One of the interesting facts about me is that I have got a really bad memory and I tend to mix up facts about myself with sitcoms that I watch and I will often be telling a story about my life and then somebody's like hey Mallory that was a friends episode that did not happen to you and that no lie probably happens two or three times a year where it's just so bad an example please I just uh I I wish I had an example, but it's just constant where I am so often in a in a situation where I'm like, oh my gosh, Will and Grace episode. Oh my gosh, Friends episode. Oh my gosh, Parks and Rec. And I think that I just, in those situations, I don't always spill that out loud because it's not always appropriate. And so, therefore, when I am retelling a story, I may have blurred lines a little bit. And have thought that that memory was mine. I have no idea. I don't I don't understand. Like, I can remember just certain things of my life. And then I just will insert those blank spots with the friends. I feel episode. like this is like a I part, think... like, Inception-osis or something. Yeah. Black like Mirror. You've, you've, yeah, Black Mirror. You've, yes. like, internalized <laughs> these things. And I think that goes to say, like, how passionate you are about your TV shows. And I commend you on that because you do recommend some good shows. But I think 
I mean, I know I personally will like use TV or a good book, more likely TV than a book, let's be real. But I use that as like a way to escape like my reality. So it sounds like you've done that and you've almost taken their non-reality and have applied it to your for sure. Faux reality, I guess you could say. If there if there's something you should know about me is that I will accept zero emotion of my own. And I'd rather take in the emotion of a of a funny sitcom. Yeah, hundred percent. So, yes. Yeah. Well, you know, we yeah, all cope sure. differently, and you know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little concerned about you. I might recommend like a psychiatrist or something. But... Yeah, like maybe. I mean, listen, been, been there, did that. Hey, <laughs> I mean, that's. I, I mean, my whole life, I've just always wanted to be in a sitcom. So I get it. Wanting to mix mm. dimensions. Mm. Same. <clears throat> yeah. Or just play a different Same. character and not yeah. worry about your own. Guys, let's be actresses. <laughs> hey, my personality said I could be an actress, but I don't know if I could do what it. What personality? Like your actual personality? Like your. Yeah. Wait, like a split personality? My split person. Shut the. <laughs> 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 no. My Myers-Briggs, when you take your personality, which we will talk about that in one episode because you guys know I'm obsessed. All right, guys. So now that we have talked a little bit about each other, we each have a word to describe our sibling. This, I think I was most excited about this one because I was like, ooh, what are they going to say about me? Are they going to say I'm a bitch? We'll tell you this. Not good things. Not good things. Not, not great things. Well, uh, I tried. I Killer, do you have tissue? Do, I know. Is this going to be your, your therapy your, session? Get your tissue boxes ready. Is this going to be my... Uh, Could be a waterworks. reality? <laughs> um, Molly, since you started us off first, do you want to go first again? Well, how about, Molly, you do one for... Pick one of us that you do one for, and then whoever you pick will do one for someone else. Okay. Okay. That reminded me of a Friends episode. When, oh my god, here we go. When, Wait, was it a Friends episode or was it your life? Pick, no, it was when Monica had to pick a friend, either Phoebe or Rachel, to be her maid of honor. Oh, yeah. And then oh. whoever was her maid of honor was going to be the other person's yes. maid of honor. I mean, listen, I got this down pat. Yeah, I remember that episode. Okay, back to me. <laughs> Hillary, I'll give you a word to describe you. I thought long and hard about this word but i'm gonna say hillary is faux show a loyal down ass bitch that's true i'm a writer you know i mean type she's lo- she's writer die type like she's loyal she she's loyal to her friends that's why she has good friends and she keeps them um <laughs> she's you know she just she's loyal to her um job all her jobs everything that she's done she's put you know 100 percent effort into it and bitches the whole time <laughs> but <laughs> true but she's loyal and she works hard so i think that's what i would describe hillary has a loyal work ethic <laughs> yes yeah. i so think hillary, that's like your turn i think that's, that's three good. words but i'll take it that's good right yeah that's, that's good mean. i'll yeah. take that because i'll agree okay. with it i will accept it of course you'll agree with it it's something positive <laughs> I agree that I bitch along the way. I'm a complainer. I I will not lie about that. I I will admit fault. Mm -hmm. Uh, Okay, so I, well, I'll pick Mal then, since we'll kind of just do a nice little circle here. 
So for Mal, I picked two words because I didn't know how we would do this. And I didn't want, like, if Molly picked something that was, like, similar for you, I would have, like, a backup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go. So I'm really torn right now. I don't know which one to go with. But I'm going to say Mallory is probably the most creative out of all of us. And I feel like we all are pretty creative people in different ways, but I think Mallory is like the most creative. Like she's very much into the DIY, into the artwork, and you know, graphic design is your profession. So I feel like just from like a creative standpoint, you're probably the most creative person. Mm-hmm. Definitely. You get it from mom. Yeah. You definitely got mom's like creativity gene for sure. Yeah. Like I feel like I feel like both of you guys can just like really see see the big picture and like see you like have a vision. I've never been able to like clearly see a vision of something, you know? And like fully follow through with it. And I feel like you have that. The downside of that not not the downside of being creative, but one thing about mom and I is that we we are very mm-hmm. creative, but we have yeah. so much else going on in our mind. That we cannot focus no. that creativity to save our ever-loving But when you guys yeah, your do creativity and, and can you be scatterbrained through. at times. Yeah. For but sure. But when you do and follow yes. through and finish, it's always great. Always great. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, like if it comes down to, if it comes down to it, you can do it. I think if it's like something in your own life, it becomes scatterbrained because there's, it's infinite. Like it never, mm-hmm. it can never be finished. But for... Like, say it's, like, you're planning a party for a friend or a shower or something, and there's, like, a due date, and it's, and there has to be something, you can, it's always going to be a good product. You know what I mean? You work well under pressure, too. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. But, yeah, I mean, like, I, I also feel that, like, I, I picture, I have memories of mom and, like, all the science fair projects, all the costumes she made us, like, everything... And she always just, like, was able to just just do it and, like, not even, like, think about it. And, like, I can just picture Mallory being that, like, when she has kids. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, for sure. definitely being the mom that's like, oh, I got it. Like, just having being having a full creative mind and kind of being the best mom at it. <laughs> you know? No, oh, you know. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So, my turn. What do you got to say about me? Okay, I'll say something about Molly. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, she shimmies in the Okay, game. so Molly. <laughs> Shake your tits. My word for you is obnoxious, <laughs> but in a good That's, way. Hey, obnoxious is a, a bad thing. I, it is not a bad thing. So our our little Molly, one thing you can say about Molly is that you always know when Molly is in the room. There is never a time when she is quiet or that her presence is not known. She is singing. She is humming. She is hitting you. She is playing pranks on you. Something is going on to where you're like, Molly, shut up. Or Molly, quit singing. Or Molly, you're so cute. (laughs) Sure. Molly, you're so pretty. Uh, But there's... Especially, she especially like will hit on our mom. Well, yeah. and so Wait, can we Molly, clear my so hit on? Like, not like she's make so passes, but she literally is she, physically like, will, hitting she'll, her. Like, walk up, I'll well her, on her, her and, like punch her in the yeah, boob sure. or something. Give her a nice swift uh, kick. It's super funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love going yeah. and just kicking her butt. 
Not hard. Not hard. Yeah. Just a nice little tap. Yeah. And so by the time Molly, when Molly is visiting uh, my mom in Oklahoma, she'll, by the end of it, my mom's like, are you leaving yet? <laughs> She's always surprised every time I do it too. She's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, this is the usual thing. Come on. Like, just, she does, what, what, she I does seem surprised I don't about everything. Why do you do this? I'm like, I don't know. You're just so easy. And you're funny. Like, I love picking on her. She, she's, she's definitely an easy target. She's for sure an easy so target. So I'll, t- yeah. I'll tell you this. So these two girls, I had to be this way because I grew up with these two as my older sisters. And so I, like, had to defend myself. So I feel oh, like God. it's just kind of, yeah, I did. <laughs> I, I wouldn't say so much defend uh, yourself. Okay, we'll get you this. you stood your I'll, own. I'll, I'll I'll say the, uh, the story. But I would say Mallory, you had to stand out. Mallory, at me, at a young age, Mallory decides she wants to sneeze on me. And that's, like, our thing now. <laughs> she still does that. It we is still do now. that. So we'll every time we, we, we have to sneeze, this is so gross. And I'm kind of embarrassed for saying this. But we sneeze on I'm each other. Well, I thought one we day it would be together. a good idea. <laughs> Sorry. I thought, I thought one day it would be a good idea to do it to mom. <laughs> and we she pulls up in the car park puts the car in park and i just had the sneeze coming it was coming it was gonna be a big one and i just turned and i sneezed right on mom and it was so good she just looks at me with like that crazy you know that crazy look she gets in her eyes she just looks at me crazy and she just whips back and just slaps me right in my chest it's like don't do that <laughs> see that's where i'm like mom i'd have gone crazy eyed on you oh my god it was so funny oh though gosh. and i was like okay never do that to mom only to valerie Good to <laughs> only know. to valerie. check that off the list so it's oh like okay well that's the stuff that they would do to me so i had to it is definitely the grossest thing that the two of us do i think y'all are just y'all are disturbing Anyway, okay, so you did one for me last time, Mo, so now do the one for that you said for Mal. Mallory, I would say, I mean, this is pretty, I don't know. I mean, Hillary, I love you, you're funny, but Mallory has got to be the funniest person. Oh, I would, That's that was my other word, hilarious. Okay, I'm, hilarious. I would not say I am the fun, funny one. I've, no. No. Mallory not. has got to be one of the funniest people I know in my whole entire life that I've ever met. In my whole, I'm not just saying that because she's my sister. Like, she's just so funny. And I think anyone who's ever met her will agree to that statement. I just think, I don't know. She just has this presence about her. And so, like, when she comes into a room, she just knows how to make everyone feel good and feel at ease. Just a fun Yeah, fun I would say Mallory's, Mallory's not like, I don't know. I think Mallory could do stand-up comedy if she really wanted to. But the fact that she's so shy sometimes and nervous that... Like being in front I of a have crowd, zero stage presence yeah. and zero the ability to deliver a punchline. It's you not could be name. a show writer. Like I could see you being oh, like yeah. a writer for Jimmy Fallon, or you could be yeah. a writer because you know what people are gonna laugh at, but you don't do it in a way that it's so overdone. She's horrible at telling stories. Mallory's so the it's worst like story she teller. would be horrible be up on that stage, like. Um, yeah, wait, hold on, guys, hold on, hold on. We come back I to this, this spot. was supposed to be nice. Wait. <laughs> no, we just said one word. We didn't say it had to be nice. But Mal, Mal's, like, the silent but funny type. 
She's, mm-hmm. but she's qu- like, it's not like she's quiet, but she's going to be quiet when you first get to know her. But when she's comfortable, she's super funny. And she'll just kind of say, like, she'll just be really sarcastic. Yeah. She's and witty. good at that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So my word for Hillary is significant. And <laughs> the re, okay. So what I really want is, is that I couldn't find this definition. So if you're listening out there, people, I need the definition of, of the feeling of wanting to be significant, but without it being like El Desperado type thing. Cause it's not in that way, but Hillary desires to be significant. Um, she has always wanted to be the best. She mm-hmm. wants to be outstanding in everything she does. She wants to be important. Um, and not like, I'm trying not to, not in like a self Yeah, not in like an attention whore kind of way. No, definitely not. But she she feels very strongly about her career, and she wants to be the best in that career. She felt very strongly about her education. She wanted to be the best at that. And I would also say that Hillary, the way that she is perceived by others, she wants to be significant. She wants to have like that presence in people's lives that she is important to them. And in a funnier way, we'll be talking in a conversation, and Hillary will be like, you guys haven't asked me about how my week is going. And we're like, oh, oh, okay, Hillary, we'll, we'll get, like, we, we'll ask you. I'm sorry. <laughs> that is also, like, I think a middle child thing where she thinks we haven't Probably. thought of her. And we do think of Hillary, but she's just always, like, there to remind us, be like, have you thought about me? <laughs> <laughs> and so that, uh, that's what I would say Hillary just wants to be important in the people who she cares about in their mm-hmm. lives. Right. I would agree with that. No, I definitely agree with that. And I'm definitely, I mean, it has its pros. I've definitely, it's helped me excel because of that mentality. But I feel yes. like it's definitely middle child syndrome. It's a part of middle child syndrome. I won't deny it. I have it. I, I tested positive <laughs> several times. But I will say middle children. She's on antibiotics. It's fine. Or antipsychotics, whichever. Um, no, <laughs> but I... Middle, well, no, I think middle children, they either go one of two ways. They either go on that route, like, I'm going to excel because I need to know that my presence is important or significant that Mallory's talking about, or they go for that. It's it's all about attention because they don't feel like they're getting the attention or the appreciation as a person because they're overlooked in some ways. Like, the, the oldest gets to do everything first, and then the youngest is <clears throat> the baby. I'm... Which... I'm shaking my head so hard. Well, no, I mean, coming coming from the baby. But Come Molly, on. you're not the middle child, so you wouldn't understand. But you're not the baby, so you wouldn't understand. I don't, guys. Just deal with it. I'm the better <laughs> one. Okay. Anywho, you can't be. Me. Imagine, Quit imagine having 1,800 parents. That's what being the baby feels like. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm. Om- but imagine I'm getting everything that you always wanted whenever you wanted. That's the baby child. All right. Uh, Hillary, what is your word about Molly? Molly. Okay. Well, the one word that I came up that I think Mallory kind of hit on the, like, hit with you on her word, I said free spirit. I think Mallory kind of described that. But yeah, Molly does not give a flying flip about what, just about what Can other I get my word? are doing. Can She's, I get my word? Oh, yeah. That's not even... Oh, I thought you did. I thought no. it was No, I said that's what you kind of had described. I already wrote it down. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to say Molly is 
I-N-D-E-P-E-N-D-E-N-T. You know what that means. Independent. Yeah. Dang. Dang. I can, I can smell. I can smell. I can spell. <laughs> I can smell and spell. But no, Molly is definitely, I would say, the most independent. I feel like she, yeah, marches definitely to her own beat. But she's just kind of the person that has never really needed anyone. You know, she chooses people. <laughs> what? You don't? No, okay. Like, yeah. like you're just, Molly can entertain herself. Let's be real. It's Molly so doesn't true. need other people around to feel entertained or to feel, and it's not that Mal- Molly's like an introvert by all means. No, I think she definitely pulls mm-hmm. on other people's energy to become yeah. excited about stuff. But she, she will go with, with whatever's going on around her. She'll go hang out with these people by herself. She might not even know them that well. She hasn't, she's definitely not the girl that needs to go in a group to the restroom. She doesn't need a wingman. You know, she's, she's just that type of person. I think a lot of girls are. So I think that that is what Molly's uniqueness is about Mm -hmm. her. And I think you definitely get this from mom. Moms could go anywhere by herself and probably know about 30 people because she just, is so social and just so well known because she just puts herself out there. And I think Molly's the same way. Yeah. Our next topic that I wanted to talk about is our obsessions because my obsession right now are both Netflix and Hulu related. Okay. So I'm just going to break it down for you. Break it down. I think Mallory will agree with me on these, and Molly, we've kind of talked about this recently, but I am obsessed with two shows right now. Like, I literally will be sitting at work, and I'm so busy, like, I don't have time to think about a lot, but I'll start thinking about Jane the Virgin Mm -hmm. and, like, wanting to watch that show. And I'm literally sad because I've watched all three seasons on Netflix, and I was like, I know that they're recording season four right now. I know it's out, (laughs) but I don't have cable. Guys, if you're not watching Jane the Virgin, it is telenovela, and it's just, it's high drama, but in the smartest way ever. And Gina Rodriguez is amazing, who's played Jane. She is bonkers amazing, and the second she's out of her measly CW contract, she is on to bigger and better things. Not that Jane the Virgin's on a better thing, but it's it was definitely her like spring into the acting world. Yeah, I don't know what she did before. Killing it. Yeah, she's cool. No, it's so good, and it's one of those shows that I had started watching a while back, and then I went home, I went to Odessa to visit our dad, and I had, like, nothing to do. I literally binge-watched the third season of Jane the Virgin, like, almost 14 episodes, and I'm Did just dad like, watch this it? Is- no, he was like, are you still watching that crazy show? <laughs> just like, he would like it. I know. He'd like it, too. He, he would like it. He, he was sleeping a lot of the time, but he... Yeah, I think he would really enjoy it. And I, but I wasn't gonna go back. I wasn't gonna go back to season one just because he hadn't seen it. But <laughs> I was like, Dad, it's like Heart of Dixie type quality because <laughs> he liked Heart of Dixie, which I haven't seen. But Heart of Dixie, I watched it because I had just gotten done with the OC, and Rachel Bilson was really mm-hmm. the only one who had gone on to do like a lot of acting. One of them did other stuff, but I wasn't interested in like whatever action he was doing. Um, and like that Batman oh, show, Gotham. Gotham, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, Benjamin McKenzie, Ben McK- whatever. Uh, Heart of Dixie, I described it as Gilmore Girls meets kind of Grey's Anatomy, but just in the fact that there's like a doctor in the house, like not so much like the. I mean, they usually solve like a little illness, but it's very small town illness. 
It's like not as dramatic as Grey's Anatomy. Like there's no R no, E R scenes no. and like surgery. No, because you know I'm yeah, not watching that. That that also came from the person who's never watched an episode of Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that's a really a, that's a really very strong good comparison. show. I love yeah. Grey's Anatomy. I haven't watched any of the new seasons, but you know everything around the plane crash and before that was gone. That was good, you know. Yeah. A spoiler. <laughs> I'm sorry. I ha- it's been it's, it's been like years since the plane is. crash. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone knows about There's the like 13 crash. seasons or something. But, you know, back to Jane the Virgin, yes, I definitely applaud Gina Rodriguez. Um, and then just all the characters. There's hot guys. There's drama. And it's it's extra. It's extra because it's telenovela. But that's what's so smart about it is that it's almost like they're making fun of themselves. Mm-hmm. But it still has a really great storyline. There's still – it will still make you cry at times. It will definitely, like, definitely make you laugh. Um, it's just a really good show, and I just really like her because she's not your typical, like, pretty girl. Like, she's very pretty, but she's very much a girl next door. She's not a size two. She's not, you know, she's just, I think she's just very relatable to, mm-hmm. to your, you know, to every girl. But anyway, uh, my next show that I'm super, super, super obsessed with, like, literally, like, obsessed with, um, is The Handmaiden's Tale. It's a Hulu original uh, series. Um, it is amazing. I think it's The Handmaid's But it's dark. Yeah. It's The Handmaid's Tale. It the it's The Handmaid's Tale. What did she just say? How can I not How be... How can you be obs- The Handmaid's Yeah, tale. I was like, wait, have I been Anywho. saying it wrong? Handmaid's no, Tale. No, clearly I've been saying it wrong. You have. I've been I mean, saying clearly it... you're so obsessed. I'm so I obsessed. Know. No, I'm so obsessed. <laughs> I'm so obsessed. No, I binge watched it in one day. I'm so obsessed that I didn't even read the title. It just kept hitting go, 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 like to the next episode. Mm-hmm. I never saw the title. I just watched it. But anyway, it's amazing. Um, it's based on a book. I kind of did a little bit of research on it, but Claire Danes did the audio for the book. So I'm like interested in listening to the audio because I bet. Really? Yeah. So I was like, I'm kind of interested in listening that. to her version of it. I think it would be She's good. She's a good voice. Yeah. There was also a movie on it uh back in the 90s and it looked super not super lame but you know super 90s and I, it almost looked like a british film i'm not sure if it was or not i didn't i didn't explore that too much mm-hmm. so it was really interesting and I, I just really feel like that that show is timeless um i feel like it could be a show that could it doesn't really talk about time it it is in present time it based on it like takes place in like the Boston, New York area. And so the things that they're doing, the people the things that people are doing in the previous life is very much applicable to what we're doing now, but how the how the people are forced to change um kind of goes back in time, like almost like the 18 1300s. I don't even like colonial times. It's crazy. So I it felt like in that way it's 18 like to 1300s colonial. I, I don't know. I don't I'm not a history major, but they're like wearing you they know, have to wear those five centuries. Figure that it out. That whole people. span of five centuries is colonial time. The girls are dressed like pilgrims. So whatever that was Looks like the 13 Guys, original colonies this, out there. This, is, this podcast is one thing. It's not a history podcast. You're not getting that info from us. But you can get some from the handmaid, Handmaid's Tale. Watch it. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, I I'll really, definitely I really, start watching it. it. It is dark, though, so I don't... I, I wouldn't, love dark stuff. 
And I, it, it honestly made me feel emotionally disturbed after I shouldn't have binge watched it. I think that. I should have probably taken some breaks and I'm going to blame. You should have been balancing. You should have watched The Handmaid's Tale. Then Jane Virgin. Virgin. I know. The Handmaid's Tale. I will say that these two shows, I was really, Mallory told me to watch Jane of the Virgin and I fought it for a good six months and was like, no, that looks stupid. That looks so stupid. It, it was probably longer than that for real. And it probably really came down to, I was bored one Saturday and I sat down and I did it and I was like, son of a bee, she's right. And so, <laughs> um, I will, I will say those two shows are really good quality shows. So if you're looking for a show to binge or anything like that. I would say they're good. All right, Mal, what's your latest obsession? Typically, my answer is going to be something that I'm listening or watching. I'm actually going to go a little bit different this time. I I would describe myself as a hoarder who desires to be a minimalist. <laughs> and it is just a constant struggle with my life. And I am just on the biggest binging purge right now. I have started this thing to get rid of 10 items a day and it's either trash, it's something you donate or something to put in a garage sale box. I, so Jake has to do 10, I have to do 10 and listen, it's happening and it's real and I'm just throwing things out like it's nobody's business. I love throwing shit away. Yes. It's, it's the, it's a great feeling and uh, there's so much. I mean, Mallory, if you just let me get my hands on something, the house would be cleared. Listen, guys, I need, I need a professional organizer in my life. If you're that person to me, call me. (laughs) Come through. So that's your obsession is throwing shit away? Yeah. Just the idea of like purging things. I'm also, I mean, kind of along with that, I'm also organizing a lot. I bought a ton of of white baskets i'm putting things like all of our shelves like under our sinks are getting organized in our shelves there's and a it's just there's a book on this that is um the book is called the life-changing magic of tidying up by marie kondo and guys yes. this isn't going to be the first time anybody's heard of this book it is it was hot to bother like Two or three years ago. We're just so late to the game. Yeah. But it's her, and I I know the gist of her book, but it's it's the, you hold on to something physically for like 10 seconds, and if it doesn't bring you joy, you get rid of it. Um, I don't have time for that. I'm just throwing every (laughs) like half burnt out candle away. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Mo, what do you got for us? Um, my obsession. Oh man. It's not a good obsession. And it oh, no. has... Oh, drugs? Yeah. Yikes. yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm on the meth, guys. It's pretty bad. I just thought they would have more sophisticated drugs in New York. Like, you could find, like, LSD or Speed or Molly or... But the meth, I feel like, is so, like... Is that too mobile? Oh, yeah, it's just, like, Mobile, Alabama. I thought, whoa. Don't... What did they ever do? And I heard Mobile is a pretty cool place, okay? Or Albuquerque, New Mexico. And that stoplight. The heart of Breaking Bad. Yeah, more like, more like, (laughs) more like New Mexico. Yeah, let's, I don't mind dropping bombs on that state. For sure. (laughs) What? What What is that? Molly once told me that she, she goes, I could live in any state except for New Mexico. It's It's the the worst. worst. (laughs) It's the worst. Let's go back to your obsession that's not so good. It's Shake Shack. Shake oh, Shack. no. It's my pure 
obsession. Molly. It's so, Molly. You guys know. You're off the wagon? I haven't gone. I went, I went, okay, I went yesterday, but I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> what since, did you get? Since then, it, it was at least two weeks since I'd gone. But. Where's the closest Shake Shack to you? Uh, not, not close enough. Yeah, how, like, not what? close enough. How how long are you walking? Are you taking the subway? What's no, the deal? No, subway, 10-minute walk, subway, 5-minute walk. So it's a good 35-minute. All for a burger and fries. Mm. No, I, only, I will only go to Shake Shack if I'm in, in the area. And typically, if you're in the city, you're always around Shake Shack. Yeah, you're always in the area. In Shake Shack's region, like, you can just get there easily. So tell me why you're so obsessed. Obviously, you're going to choose Shake Shack over In-N-Out, which is the popular West Coast version of Shake Shack, which is the East Coast version, for those who don't know, because I didn't know until I went to New York what Shake Shack was. So, uh, Yeah, I've had both, and hands down, Shake Shack wins. I would also say that a lot of our potential listeners are from Texas, and it Listen, would be the Whataburger, Whataburger of... Whataburger is hands down the yes. best. You can throw your in and out in a fiery pit. Shake Shack is decent. Our sister-in-law Courtney would kill nothing, you for that comment. Nothing beats Whataburger. Noth- yeah, nothing beats Whataburger. I will say that 100%. They have the best fries. I feel like the thing about Water Molly, you and I went to Whataburger when you came to Texas last time. And I swear, every Whataburger that I go to, every time I go, either they're really slow, they take their sweet ass time. That's Waterbird. That's what we've been dealing with. They forget with since... something. They forgot your Texas toast. They forgot both of our Texas toasts mm-hmm. that one time. Yeah. And don't, last don't time be I tr- went here, don't be stingy on that Dallas, Texas toast. They forgot my onion rings, and I was like low key pissed because I spent two thirty nine on those onion rings, and I didn't get them. Yeah, no, that's and I wasn't about to drive back to get them. That's I called the manager about how upset I was. Wow. And he said the next time I come in, he would get me some free onion rings. <laughs> wow. Not free because I paid for them. You took it, but there. I still haven't gone back to redeem my onion rings. Yeah. I would say small town Whataburgers suck, like big time. But yeah. the one in Norman is decent. Like I feel like it's always spot on and mm-hmm. it's always pretty fresh. Mm-hmm. It's, it's slow, slow but yeah. It's fresh. Which they're all slow. Listen, nobody nobody can be Chick Fil A. We're not trying to make make well. They're, they're, they're not different, burgers. Though. It's chicken. Yeah. No Shake Shack. So I'm obsessed with their burgers. I really do like their burgers. I love the Shack sauce, and it. Definitely Thousand Island with something else. I'm pretty sure, like a Thousand Island dressing with something else going on. But their burgers have been too rich for me lately. I don't know if just just like my appetite's changing or what. But um, just lately, their burgers haven't been like set. They've been good. They just haven't been settling with me quite well. And so I've like thought, not like Chris, that. Not like that. that. It's it's more of like I don't Same enjoy I. it as much as I used to. It's like I've it's like I've had too many. Yes, exactly. So I was like, huh, I'll try something different. So I got their chicken shack, chick shack, chick shack, chicken shack or whatever. I don't know what it's called, but it's either you can get their grilled or crispy. I got the crispy. Duh. (laughs) But it's so good, you guys. They put like this, they put the shredded lettuce. So that's good. And I typically don't like shredded lettuce, but with this combo, it's really delicious. I don't know what it is. And their buns are good. And then they also have like a dill ranch sauce that they put on it with pickles. It's just amazing. It's amazing. It's the best fried chicken. You have dreams about it. I, I literally have, haven't have craved something so hard in a really long time. Like, ugh. Could you be pregnant? No. Definitely not. Her eyes just got They so did. Big. I was like... <laughs> 
no, definitely not. No, 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 no. I, uh... No, I think I just needed something different because their burgers are so good, but they are very heavy. Well, the good news is there's a Shake Shack in Plano about 20 minutes from me. You're kidding. You guys... I discovered it. So there isn't really one close to me, but I've looked on all the delivery apps I can, and Postmates does deliver Shake Shack, but... But how much would that cost? It's a sixty dollar minimum. <gasps> Shut your oh! Minimum. You have to buy sixty dollars worth of food. Yes, Molly. If you do that, you've gone too far. I thought about it, but I didn't. <laughs> I thought, Molly. No, that's Plus, ridiculous. Think of think of how long it would take Postmates to get to you. I oh feel like it's God. not. It's good It's really anymore. not. It's not worth it. Okay, so I thought it would be fun for us to play Would You Rather. This is a game that I like to play with my friends when we're probably drinking or drunk because then you get the true indications of what they're really thinking. And what they've really done. (laughs) Oh, wait, that's never have I ever. (laughs) Yeah, wrong game. My bad. But it's still a drinking game. (laughs) I always get this No, this is one that I play with Chris a lot. My boyfriend, I played this with him just because it's fun and I like to see what he thinks on some level. So I thought it would be fun if we would, uh, if we did it. So I'll go first if you guys want me to. If you, would you rather live in one place the rest of your life, same house, same neighborhood, same everything, can't move, or would you want to move every year no matter what, a different town, different city, but it has to be every year. You have no choice, but you have to move. You're either stuck in the same place the rest of your life, or you have to move every year. I mean, I feel like I always want to ask questions or stipulations. I mean, you can, and um, I can guide you the best that I can. I, like, 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 right, in yeah, our like right now. House, or do we get to like pick that house? Just for location? the sake of, just for the sake of argument, we'll say where you're at now. Current house. Oh, oh shit! shit yeah. <laughs> Because if you could, if you could pick the perfect town and the perfect house, this would be a lot easier, right? But if you had to, if you had to be in the current state of where you're at now for the rest of your life, or you had to move every year, granted, moving's hard. You have to like sh- turn your cable, your air. Oh. I I still think that my answer is going to be staying in the same place because a vacations, duh. Um, but yeah, I'm such a homebody in that the idea we've already discussed that how much of a hoarder I am. Moving would be a nightmare. I'm not great at organizing. I have to reorganize things all the time. Uh, I don't make friends fast. <laughs> that would be a nightmare. Uh, so, yeah, I think I'm, I would stay in the same place. Yeah, it's so hard to get... I just imagine, like, if I, like, left New York after a year, I wouldn't have even known... Like, New York is hard, obviously, because there's just so much to do. And, like, so much to experience that you really should have a long time here to experience those Mm -hmm. things. Like, if it was just some, like, other town, like, I feel like you could get a lot done in a year. Like, you could do a lot in a year. But, yeah, I don't know. I think um, if I was married and had kids, it would probably be the same answer as Mallory, but... Just for, like, me in my current situation, I wouldn't mind, like, getting up and moving, going to a different place every year. Yeah. Just keeping it light, keeping it light and tight, you know? <laughs> I'm just, just, going, just going through life, Yeah, you know? One, one new place at a time. That would be really cool. Yeah. I think. But I like stuff like that. I like, I like adventure, so. Yeah. What about, what, do you have to answer this, Hill, or no? I mean, I can if you want me to. I, I would say 
I mean, I'm definitely, I feel like I'm a, a balance between you guys. Like Mallory's, Ma Mallory's definitely the homebody and I have homebody traits, but I'm also very social. But the idea of being stuck, just stuck in general in anything really makes me have anxiety. Like if I feel like I'm stuck in a job or if I don't have options, that really produces an anxiety in me that I don't, I think this comes, not that I'm a commitment phobe, but I just like choices and I like to not, I don't like to be, I don't like to feel like I'm in a dead end. So if I'm mm -hmm. living in the same place the rest of my life, to me, I'm going to feel stuck, which I don't like. I feel like I'm a person that can adapt and adjust well. So I feel like I would be able to move and be fine. I think I would be sad to move at the end of the year. There would definitely be that grieving process because you make friends and all that stuff. And where I might be really happy it could be really shitty town. And I'm mm -hmm. like, and you get the hell out of here. But you never know if you don't try, right? I would just rather travel and not be tied down to one place. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Okay. Does anyone have a good one or have one that's different than that? All right. So my would you rather is would you rather be a character in Friends or would you rather live in Stars Hollow with the cast of Gilmore Girls. Mm. Would I rather be a character on Friends or live in Stars Hollow as one of the cast members? I would rather be a Friends character. I'd rather be a part of the Friends than... Li like, I would like to live in Stars Hollow and Jen because it's such a charming little place and it's so sweet and I love it so much. But all the characters in Stars Hollow annoy the crap out of me like they're so annoying i don't want to be known as like would you say that they're obnoxious <laughs> shots <Dang>. fired <laughs> they're a little ob they're a little obnoxious i would want to be i would want and this goes back to our personalities i would want to be a friend's character because i would actually be significant in the cast <laughs> Stars Hollow. And I it's wouldn't. A, I don't mean no, it. No, no, no. Not you. Like I'm you. just saying, but if I was in Stars Hollow, they're all like oh. supplemental characters. They're not like That's a main exactly. person. Mm -hmm. So again, going back to my personality and wanting to feel significant, I would want to be a friend's cast character because there's a significant role there. Mm -hmm. So, but I was, I think I was asking it in a way of forget the, forget the TV aspect of it. Like real life, would you rather be, would you rather be involved with those six friends and like you're the seventh and it's not, it's not mm. on TV, it's not oh. like that, or would you rather live in Stars Hollow? So it's not so oh. much, it's not so much like on You mean TV I'm not going to be famous? Because, uh, clearly, okay. clearly six of those people were making a million bucks an episode and I can tell you that Lorelai and Rory Gilmore were yeah. not. So, well, okay. I guess if you well, put then, it in that way. So real, real life. Then probably Stars Hollow. Would I would prefer? love to live in Stars Hollow. That place is, even though it's Warner Brothers set, I would love to live in Stars Hollow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would probably say that too. Like, I would much rather probably live in like that small town. Everyone knows everybody. Type, you know, yeah. Everyone it's just goes kind to the of diner. charming. Yeah, I, I would pick really friends. Mm. For this sure. surprises me about the three of us. I mean, I get the the aspect of the small town vibe in in everybody knowing your name type thing, but I've, oh, I mean, if there's one thing about Molly that I'm doing is living vicariously through her living in New York. Like I've always, that sounds so much fun to me. It's so fun. And I <laughs> just, 
in a, in like in the connection of of living with those people, I just I my friends are super mm-hmm. important to me, and I would just I would yeah. love that aspect of it. Dang, so. that was a good one. That was a good one. Thanks. Okay, mine <laughs> is: Would you rather have on personal display for everyone to see? Public display. What did I say? You said personal. personal. Nope, no, no. It's something personal about you, but. In public display, would you rather have your finances out and about for everyone to see or your love life? That's hard. Right? Uh, I think that that's kind of easy for me I personally. For that it's easier yes. for me to say this. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would for sure pick my love life. I have really only dated one person and I'm married to him and there's nothing <laughs> really we need to hide. I mean, I'm sure that there'd still be embarrassing things that like if we... I mean, because I'm I'm picturing that that like everything is put out in the open, so I'm sure like we're quirky and that would be awkward, etc. But it's not like I've got like a slew of people who I've dated and like every single detail that's being put out. Whereas financially, do I want? I don't even want Jake to know how many times I go to Starbucks <laughs> or Chick Fil A or whatever. Yeah. So that would be so much more embarrassing yeah. to me than. For them to know the nitty gritty details of Jake's and Heidi's relationship. Man, that's so hard. My dating history is not as clean and pretty as Mallory's. <laughs> no, mine neither. I mean, I still wouldn't call it pretty, but uh, clean, clean would be. <laughs> I don't know. I think from entertainment value, love would be definitely better to expose. And then, but from a financial perspective, I don't really have much to hide and I'll own anything that I spend my money on. Like, I'm not ashamed. Um, I kind of want to say the financial part because people think I have a lot of friends that would be like, you're balling, you're making so much money. But it's like, my money does not go to me. It goes to other entities like school loans and stuff. So yeah, it's but like, everyone has school loans. Do you have school loans? I did. But you didn't pay for it. That's another thing. But that's another thing. Like, I feel like if I yeah, were Yeah, but it's to... not as much as OU. Huh? I mean, we're talking about... Right, that's $10, what I'm saying. $10,000 comparison to $80,000. Exactly. So I'm saying, like, yeah. I'm not rolling in the, the Benjamins because I have a shit ton of debt. But... No, and what I'm saying is that everyone has student loans. What is that to be embarrassed about? You know what I mean? No, like... I'm not embarrassed about it. I'm saying I don't think my financial money would be that, like, entertaining. It would just be, like, depressing. Or it would be eye-opening to those who do think that I have a ton of money. You know? Yeah. Which I don't think people think that, but I think they're like... For what you do, you right. should be making more. Right. Yeah, Totally. But I don't know. Honestly, if it came down to it, I'd probably say the the love life, though. I would much rather have that exposed. Maybe I'd get some good advice from people because I probably made a lot of bad choices. That's a good way to look at it. Yeah. You know, kind of exposing your love life to get advice. Yeah. What do you think I would pick? Oh, Molly, you're complicated on this one. I think you would pick. So one thing to know about Molly is she is super mm-hmm. secretive. <laughs> Uh, she'll have been dating somebody and we'll know about it six months later. Um, or she will, she just like won't share her financial stuff with us. Not that we like know every financial thing about each other, but she'll definitely, if there was somebody to hide something, it would be Molly. So I, I think you might say your love life, but I'm not sure. No, I'd say finances (laughs) for sure. Yeah. Yeah. No one needs to be known my deep, dark, dirty secrets. 
I'd much rather them see like what I make and not make and yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I don't know. I feel like it's pretty like people's fine people people get all worked up on their finances and stuff. And obviously it's important, obviously, but everyone has debts, everyone has like loans. You know, no one's perfect. Um same with their love life, but obviously I feel like that is a little more embarrassing to me. I just, I'm so, like, I'm so secret and private with that kind of stuff, like. I think if I expose no. my love life, no. people would hate me. They'd be like, she's so stupid. <laughs> like, why would she do that? Why would she give that guy the time of day? Or I mean, listen, we ask these questions So maybe I should day. change my answer and do the, <laughs> the finances. Uh, anyway i love that game i love that's a good road trip game it is a good road trip game yeah it's a good way to like break the ice on a first date too like just play like a silly game or something Mm -hmm. like that and try not to do like super deep questions but you know just kind of get the kind of get to know the other person all right guys i think that is it for our first episode of the slightly inappropriate sisters um i'm mallory uh, Hillary and Molly is with me and we would just like to thank you guys for listening to our very first episode. This is pretty exciting for us. Uh, right now we really only have an Instagram page and you guys can go follow us over there at Slightly Inappropriate Sisters. Uh, we'll be posting uh, like when episodes are going to be coming out and just maybe funny things throughout the week. Teasers. Uh, things yeah, like that. Yeah, please all the teasers about everything shows life podcasts throwback photos so yeah we have so many throwback photos yes definitely pictures of us being sisters um but yeah thanks for listening guys and we'll see you guys next time bye